is the two seed and the reigning champions, but they fell to number seven Scott's Bluff 14-9 in the opener. That meant they had to go against Waverly this morning, and they held off uh, in the Battle of the Vikings 11-9 over Waverly. So Northwest is the opponent. Hastings High is the visiting team, and they're ready to start action. Now we're jumping right into this. We do want to thank our sponsor today, our presenting sponsor, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Hastings with a 23-10 and 10 record going against Northwest, who is 22-7. and 7. And the first pitch of the game is a ball. We are underway at exactly 2.30 in the afternoon. Weather going to be a factor today. We'll set that scene for you after we get your starting lineups situated. The pitcher is Libby Lohman, and her windup and deal uh, is missing just barely underneath the zone. And two balls and no strikes to the leadoff hitter, Brooke Oshner. Oshner plays second base and bats first. Hayden Laux hits second and plays shortstop. Emma Landgren is the third baseman, hitting third. Grace Beck bats cleanup and plays catcher. Inside pitch and three balls, no strikes. Oshner works in front of the pitcher, Lohman. Batting fifth is Mackenzie Nolet, the pitcher. Piper Witte hits sixth. She is the center fielder. Maddie Wenzel bats seventh and is the first baseman. Lohman trying to locate and does. That's strike one, three balls and a strike. Emily Kratzer is the designated player for Hastings High. She bats eighth. Hallie Schultz bats ninth and plays left field. Gracie Lang is the flex player, the right fielder. 3-1, it's looped into left field, and that's down for a base hit in front of the left fielder, Ray, and a single for Brooke Oshner to open up the game for Hastings. That brings up Hayden Laux, who will swing from the left side. Northwest defensively, we've told you Lohman is in the circle. Zobel the catcher, Kasperson at first, Smith at second, O'Hara the shortstop, Dorsey at third base, Ray, Mings, and Martinez left to right in the outfields. The first pitch, a ball to the new batter, Laux, just a little outside, and a big leadoff established by Oshner at first base. The corner infielders are playing in for this 1-0 pitch to Hayden Laux. The shortstop for Hastings takes upstairs, and again, Oshner takes a few steps away from the bag. Laux, the batter, is a sophomore. She's hitting 276 entering this tournament with 16 driven in and 33 runs scored. The 2-0 in there for a called strike. So Lohman establishes the zone there, but she's falling behind in counts at least in the first couple of hitters she's facing. With Oshner on first, the 2-1 offering. Bunch shown, the pitch is outside, the throw is down to second base, and the tag applied. A terrific tag made by the shortstop O'Hara, and that retires Oshner, caught stealing. And a big development in the opening inning. And the Northwest coach going to journey out there and just check on the health of his player. I think everybody's all right, but no. We're going to have him look at it. Mitch Sad is the Northwest head coach, and his inspection is everything's okay. And here's the coach I expected to come out to talk about it. And that's Coach Blake Marquardt of Hastings High because that was a close play at second base. 
the throw was to the first base side of the bag, and the covering shortstop O'Hara made the catch in front of the base. So that must have arrived just perfectly on the spot of the body because the runner had, had beaten it. She was going to get to the base if the throw didn't literally get put on her body. But it did, and it caught stealing. Credit Zobel with that throw. Reese Zobel, the catcher, put it in the only place where that would have been an out, and Brooke Oshner caught stealing. The 3-1 pitch is high for a ball, and Hayden Wauks is aboard on a free pass. Emma Landgren enters. Landgren in the three-hole. One of the top hitters on this team, batting 477 in her senior season with eight home runs, 39 runs batted in entering this tournament. And the pitch low to begin her at-bat. So Lohman throwing a ball to begin each of the first three batters. In fact, she threw, she threw three straight to Oshner and two in a row to Lauks. Can she locate on the second pitch this time? Yes, it's wrapped towards shortstop. Up with it is O'Hara. The throw to first base is on time to remove Landgren for out number two. Up to second base, scoots Lauks and Grace Beck enters the right-handed batter's box. Beck, the junior catcher, bats 419. A team-high nine home runs entering the tournament, 44 runs driven in. And she has a runner in scoring position in the top of the first inning. Libby Lohman deals the first offering high. Now you cannot overlook that caught stealing. That would have been first and second with no outs. And Landgren likely able to advance the runners to second and third if that had been the case. Hard hit ground ball scooped at third base by Dorsey and she executes across the diamond. Nice play at third and that retires the side. Not too many strikes thrown by Lohman but she doesn't allow a run thanks to her defense. No runs on a hit, no errors and one left on base. The Northwest Vikings will bat for the first time. When we return, you're listening to High School Softball on KHAS Radio. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around. And the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop. From bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. Bottom of the first inning, Northwest will come to the plate against Hastings High. The Tigers unable to score in the top half of the first inning. This is an elimination game for both of these groups. Hastings split a pair yesterday. They took down number five Beatrice, but fell to number one Blair. Now they're going against number two Northwest. They lost to number seven Scott's Bluff yesterday and beat number six Waverly earlier today. Hastings will offer up Mackenzie Nolette as the pitcher. Nolette is pitching. She is a junior with a 2-2 two and two 
win-loss record and a 5.7 earned run average. There are two other pitchers on the Tigers roster, and if Nolette has troubles, expect to see Oshner or Wenzel out there. The first pitch at the bottom of the first is low and away for a ball to Cameron Mings. Mings is a slap hitter from the left side. The center fielder for Northwest is a senior hitting 416 with 34 runs scored. That is the second best mark on the team. The second pitch to her, swing and a miss. Nolette elicits the whiff. McKenzie did not pitch yesterday. We saw Oshner in the first game and Wenzel in the second. Nolette was a key player in the field and in the box, though. She's in the circle here. Bunt laid down the third base line, and it trickles foul to the left side in front of the charging third baseman Landgren. One and two, the count to the leadoff hitter for Northwest. Hastings with the all-whites today. Let me tell you, that's a clean look. White pants, white tops, orange numerals, orange belts, and the so high socks have an orange and black stripe. That pitch may be just a nose above the zone. Pretty good effort by Nolette on one and two. It's two balls, two strikes. For Northwest, they opt for the gray pants. Gold tops with black numerals, high black socks. Popped up left side, heading out of play in foul territory. Two and two. Cameron Mings against Mackenzie Nolette to begin the bottom of the first in a scoreless game in the Class B state softball tournament. Field number four at the Bill Smith Softball Complex. The 2-2. Little low. And a full count worked here by Minks. Defensively, Hastings is playing in. On the left side, those infielders are even with the bag. So is the first baseman. The second baseman in pretty typical spot. Popped foul, left side once more. And heads out. It's still full. These... Pesky slap hitters, are, it's common for them to work deep counts because they're able to make contact with that approach. Nolette trying to get her to put it in play or swing and miss. The 3-2 pitch, slapped hard towards third, and it's just foul. How? Okay, so it went off of the glove in play of uh, the third baseman Landgren, and it works out as a double. Had Landgren not touched that one, it would have ended up foul. But instead, Mings wheels around to second base. And the umpires are going to chat about it. There's no doubt that was wide of third base before it got there. So Landgren over there at third offered at it. And they're going to discuss if that ends up being a foul ball or a double. And both coaches are going to be summoned in to talk to the home plate umpire about it. It's the bottom of the first inning, and we're figuring out the result from the first batter. Hastings didn't get a run on a hit in the first inning. And I think they're going to send her back on a foul ball, and that is the case. So the explanation given to Northwest and Coach Sad, and uh, don't think he was thrilled with it, but we're going to see another attempt here for Mings. It was certainly foul before it reached the third base bag, and that was the, the eventual ruling. Landgren offered. Uh, did that make it fair if she, if she touched it? Now, now that argument moot. So a full count situation. 
Infield still drawn in on the left side. Here's the pitch from Nolette. Popped up left side and again. And once more, it's in foul territory. So with these slap hitters, you often think uh, uh, from maybe uh, watching baseball, pull hitters, you're going to shade them to pull the ball. For these slap hitters, you shade them to go the opposite way and typically going to hit that short to the opposite side. And that's where Hastings is playing this defensively. Still a full count to the first batter of the bottom of the first. Nolette comes home with it, and it's slapped right through the hole on the left side. A soft liner that lands in the dirt between the shortstop and third baseman, and Mings is aboard after a lengthy duel with Mackenzie Nolette, the pitcher for Hastings High, and Kira Ray enters the right-handed batter's box next. Ray is a junior batting 488. 22 runs batted in and 43 runs scored. That is the high mark of runs scored on the roster for the Vikings. And the corner infielders are playing way in for the Tigers. Bunt shown. The pitch is outside. One ball, no strikes. The third baseman, Landgren, is at least one-third of the way in from third base towards home. And the first baseman, Wenzel, also a handful of steps in front of the bag. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Bunch shown again, but it's low, and that's ball two. This game's not going to finish 1-0. Let's just say that. There's going to be some offense this afternoon in this contest. Northwest is trying to strike first. Here's the 2-0. Bunt laid down, but it bounces back to the catcher, who one-hands it. That's Grace Beck, and that's a foul ball for two balls and one strike to Kira Ray, who has attempted a bunt on all three pitches. Pulled it back on two for a ball. That time fouled it. With Mings at first base, here's the pitch. Bunt, that hit off of her body. And the first, oh, she gets plucked in the back running to first. The first base umpire did a terrific job there. That hit off of the body of Ray. And the first base umpire called it dead. The home plate umpire couldn't see it. He was blocked on that, but no doubt about it, that definitely hit the body of the hitter. So a foul ball, and it's two balls and two strikes. Well, the players weren't sure, so they played it out, and Beck's throw to first base hit off of the back of Ray. She's just fine, and she's back in the batter's box. Here's the 2-2 from Nolette, fouled back to the backstop. Man, we've had some... <laughs> Real tough uh, at-bats to open up this bottom of the first in a scoreless game between Hastings and Northwest. Mings and Ray making the pitcher Nolette work hard. She might even have breaking a sweat here in this 60-degree weather. Ground ball hit towards second, knocked down, the only play to first base, and uh, that's made by Oshner, throwing over to Wenzel, and Ray is retired. It worked just like a bunt. Mings moves up to the second base for Reese Zobel. Oshner might have had a play at second if she fielded it cleanly. Would have been close. She could have opted to go to second to try to get the lead runner, but didn't field it cleanly, just knocked it down and picked it up through to first. Got the safe out. And here's Reese Zobel. Zobel is a junior, and she bats 5-19. First pitch a strike. 11 home runs to go with 40 driven in. 519. Not bad. 0-1 pitch. It skips on the ground inside and gets past the catcher Beck. Easy advance to third for Mings. 
on the wild pitch. She's one station away from opening up the scoring, and there's only one out. Reese Zobel facing a one-ball, one-strike count, the right-handed hitting catcher for Northwest. Here's the pitch from Nolette, driven towards left, but this is foul. In front of it, just a hair, but that had home run distance to it. Just a long strike, one and two. Mackenzie Nolette looks at the wristband on her left arm and comes home with it, popped up, heading back and out of play. We'll do it again. Again, Nolette, uh, not the, the most frequently used pitcher for Hastings. But she's getting the start here in a critical game. One and two, swing and a miss. She goes up the ladder and gets Zobel to offer at it. The first punch out for Mackenzie Nolette and a critical out number two with a runner at third base. Well, she might not be the most used, but she just came up with a huge out. Nolette has factored in the decision in just four games compared to 14 for Oshner and 13 for Wenzel. High and tight. It's 1-0. The 2-2 two two record with a 5.7 ERA. That is the second highest behind Wenzel. Oshner, you would consider the ace for this staff, and we could see her in this game still. First pitch of ball. The second one to Kylie Kasperson is launched back to the backstop. One and one. Kasperson, the hitter, a left-handed hitter. She plays first base for Northwest. Kasperson is a senior hitting 354 with three homers and 32 driven in. The 1-1 one, one inside. She twisted out of the way. And it's a two-ball, one-strike count. Bottom of the first, no score yet. Hastings against Northwest. A Class B elimination game. Here's the pitch, high and in. Nolette, a little wild on the last couple on the inside part to the lefty. And it's three and one. The dangerous Kasperson with a runner at third. Nolette comes home with it. Soft ball hit towards third, throwing from her knees, and it's a dart. What a throw from Emma Landgren. From her knees on the one hopper, throws it perfect right at the chest of the first baseman, Wenzel, and that retires Kylie Kasperson. No runs. They work around a leadoff base hit. There were no errors, and one player left on base. Through one inning, an interesting start, but no score yet. The Tigers come to the plate after this. Five Points Bank. Keeping your money safe and secure is something we take very seriously, but we are also serious about meeting you where you are, supporting our communities and the causes you care about, knowing your banker by name, making decisions locally, doing all we can to improve the area's quality of life, owned by families to serve families. Yes, we're a bank, but we are the better bank. Five Points Bank. When you need power for your irrigation equipment, think Husker Power Products in Hastings and Sutton. This is Joe Vandeventer, and we are your local supplier of natural gas and propane power units and reliable, fuel-efficient Isuzu diesels. When you need parts, service, or a turnkey engine to power your irrigation system, call Husker Power Products at 402-463-1531 or visit us on the web at huskerpowerproducts.com. 
Michael Shively with you at the Smith Softball Complex in Hastings. Hastings High is up to bat in the top of the second, and the first pitch is a ball low to Mackenzie Nolet. Well, what a job by Mackenzie in the circle. Worked through the bottom of the first without allowing a run. So that means we are scoreless through one inning. Nolet and company hope to change that in the top half. The next offering from Lohman hit right back at her and threw into the middle of the outfield. Mackenzie Nolet starts off the bottom of the second with a hard-hit single, and that brings up Hyper Witty. So Nolet, not only a pitcher, but a really effective batter. The junior hits 400, 31 driven in, 32 runs scored, and she just uh, hit a comebacker that saw its way into the outfield. Now Witty, the slap-hitting lefty, takes ball one upstairs. Witty hits 458, and she's just a freshman. 25 runs scored, 14 ribbies. Here she operates with a runner at first base and nobody down in a scoreless game. Libby Lohman, the right-handed pitcher, she might have messed up her footwork there. I was, I was watching where she was setting up on the rubber. Hadn't paid attention to that yet. Sometimes they're right in the middle, sometimes they're not. She was in the middle and during her windup, fell off towards the first base side a little bit and the pitch was wide Two balls, no strikes. Now Witty shows bunt, pulls it back, and takes a pitch that grabs the outside corner, two and one. The Tigers in their white and orange trying to get on the board first. Failed to do that in both of their games yesterday. But they did win one of them. Here's the 2-1. Bunt, it's laid down towards the third base side, and slipping as she picked up the softball was Dorsey. Everybody safe. An infield single for Piper Witty. There's runners at first and second with nobody down for Hastings High in the top of the second inning. A really strong bunt by Witty there. It didn't go too far in front of home plate, just six to eight feet. Dorsey was playing in because it was against a slap hitter. She came in and it would have been a tight play at first, but she slipped when picking up the ball. Now here's Wenzel, and Wenzel takes a pitch inside. Right-handed hitting first baseman for the Tigers. She's a junior batting 333 with 27 runs batted in. Has a chance here. Swings and fouls it back. Off to the right side down the first base line where the Hastings High dugout is situated. The Tigers are all corralled right next to the entrance of that dugout right now, cheering and clapping on their offense. Wenzel is the seven-hole hitter. Lohman's 1-1 pitch is bunted down the third baseline. It's gloved and thrown to first, and in time, just beat her by a half step. Beautiful bunt by Wenzel, but a nice play made by Dorsey at third. Nolette moves up. So does Piper Witty, two in scoring position after the sacrifice for Emily Kratzer. Kratzer is the designated player, and she's a freshman hitting 360. 20 runs batted in, shows butt, she lays it down. The play is at first base, and she's out, but the squeeze play works. In to score, Mackenzie Nolette, and Hastings has a 1-0 lead in the top of the second inning. Three straight hitters lay down bunts to the third base side. They're targeting Dorsey. And Lakin Dorsey 
slipped on the first one, made the play on the next two, but the only play for her was at first base there. So a run batted in. Emily Kratzer on the bunt. Runner at third, two down, and the first pitch is inside to Hallie Schultz. Love that call, by the way. Coach Marquardt with his eight-hole hitter up there, a freshman saying, let's just take the bat out of her hand, have her lay one down on the squeeze play. 1-0 pitch, fouled off of the catcher's mitt. I really think a smart call there. And you, know, you, you had just seen, if you're Northwest, you'd just seen two players in a row bunt, and you think maybe you would be prepared, but I bet you're thinking probably not going to bunt three times in a row, and that's exactly what they did. Here's Lohman throwing the 1-1 pitch, pass to the swinging Hallie Schultz, and it's a one-ball, two-strike count with the speedy Witty at third and two down. How about that RPI bunt by Emily Kratzer? 1-2, fly ball right side. And that's into the area around the playground. We are at field number four. We face the southeast. So the warm-up field's off in the distance. And agricultural fields beyond that. The next pitch off the end of the... Flown straight backwards. Count stays one and two. Mackenzie Nolette has come in to score on the Kratzer bunt. And that means it's one nothing in the top of the second for the Tigers. Schultz trying to keep it going. Same thing. Fouls it straight backwards. Wind is going to be a factor today. Blowing out of the southeast, so towards us. And it is gusting aggressively. You can see it in the trees, any flags. You're going to have chasing down the flags today. Fly ball right side, heading towards the foul territory and out of play into the bullpen. Schultz making Lohman work pretty hard here for the possible final out of the second, the nine-hole hitter. She's a junior batting 237. And that wind is not going to die down. Is not If anything, it's going to get worse. Here's the 1-2 pitch. And did not bring her up. It was a little in. little inside. Tough one to lay off if you're Schultz, and she did. A two-ball, two-strike count. And you can even see the, the dirt blowing around in the infield. The wind is gusting so aggressively. 2-2 two, two pitches floated towards shallow center. Ranging in and squeezing the out is Mings, the center fielder. But Hastings gets on the board first. They grab a run on two hits. There were no errors and one left on base. Tigers one, Vikings nothing. Bottom of the second next on KHAS Radio. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab offers their congratulations to the Hastings Tigers on making it to the state softball tournament. PTSR works with all area schools, keeping them healthy and on top of their game throughout the year. The therapists are trained to rehabilitate sports injuries and help athletes return to the court as soon as possible. For all your physical and occupational therapy needs, stop by their clinic at 207 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-462-8824 and go Tigers! 
Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each one goes through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Looking for a different used vehicle option? No problem. We carry all makes and models and have financing options for qualified vehicles and buyers. Experience the difference and join our family at Hastings Ford. We are Nebraska. Not all buyers and vehicles will qualify for financing. See you for details. Bottom of the second inning, Hastings high, the one nothing lead over Northwest, and the first pitch of the frame is in for a strike to Jolie O'Hara. O'Hara, Dinkelman, and Lohman, five, six, and seven in the lineup for the Vikings here in the bottom of the second. Mackenzie Nolet not wasting any time. Throws a little wide of the strike zone. It's one ball and one strike. Michael Shively with you on KHAS Radio. Our broadcast is presented by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Time called by the batter. Nolette able to work around a leadoff single on the bottom of the first. Strand that runner at third base. The next pitch bounces low. Good stop by Beck with the bases clear. It's 2-1. and one. Tigers get on the board in the top of the second with the squeeze play. Kratzer gets it down and Nolette scores. Now she's in the circle. Looks over to her dugout for the call and confers with her wristbands. Now the wind up in the 2-1 is a ball high. Three balls and a strike to O'Hara. The shortstop for Northwest is a sophomore. She hits 320 with a homer. 19 driven in, 24 runs scored entering this tournament. Next pitch, fly ball right field. It could be trouble, it is. Lands in fair territory, rolls into the corner, wheeling towards second, and she's digging for three. In standing up. A triple for Jolie O'Hara to begin the bottom of the second inning. Good swing and an opposite field fly ball. The right fielder, Craig, Gracie Craig, was playing well over from the line and what you would normally do against a right-handed hitter, but she went oppo right next to the line and it rolled even further away from the fielder. First pitch to the next batter, Dinkelman, swings and misses. She was trying to hit a two-run homer on that first pitch. O'Hara, really nice contact, and she ran hard on the bases to get three out of it. Dinkelman, the right-handed hitting DP, swings and misses. She's whipped at a couple of offerings from Nolette. Dinkelman is a freshman batting 387. Takes a couple of practice swings. Ahead of this 0-2 offering from Nolette. Nolette in the middle of the rubber, comes in, and it's inside. There are some Northwest students here, about uh, 10 of them, and half of them are sporting Viking helmets. Big horns coming out either side. Be careful those don't blow away, boys. 1-2 pitch. Just inside again. I like that. Come in on her. After getting a couple of whiffs, try to... Either get weak contact or a whiff on that inside pitch. But now at 2-2, two and two, we'll see what Nolette goes for. Here it comes. Low. And after getting ahead in the count, no balls and two strikes, it's now a full count to the right-handed hitter, Dinkelman. A runner at third base for Northwest with Hastings leading 1-0 in the bottom of the second. The pitch from Nolette. Fouled back. 
Her first swing with contact there for Dinkelman. Oh man, have we seen some good at-bats already in this game? Both sides making pitchers work, fouling some off. Teams have combined for four hits through an inning and a half. The next offering ripped towards left field, but trending foul and lands that way. A little out in front of it. Actually, five hits, counting that O'Hara triple a moment ago between these two teams. It's really just good hitting. Haven't had a walk issued yet by Nolette. She hopes to avoid that here on this full count pitch. Here it comes. Popped to the right side and foul. Dinkelman batting from the six hole. Being a tough out. Pace has slowed here for Nolette. Still looking to the dugout. Here it comes. Line drive left field. That's down for a single. O'Hara comes in to score. And Dinkelman gets a run batted in. A couple of hits to start off the bottom of the second. And we're all tied up at one apiece. And there's still nobody down in the northwest side. Libby Lohman, the next to try her hand against Nolette. So the freshman comes up with the big hit, working her way back from down in the count 0-2. Gets the best of Nolette with a liner to left. First pitch swinging, it's fouled off to the right side by the right-handed hitting Lohman. A sophomore batting 247. Today's pitcher has 16 driven in on the season. With Dinkelman at first, the pitch is high. Dinkelman gets a decent leadoff after the pitch. Looks like a player who would consider trying to steal. It would have to be the shortstop covering for the Tigers, the second baseman playing over towards the first base side. That one just misses. It's two balls and a strike to Lohman, the seven-hole hitter for Northwest. Nolette needing to be around the zone here. Game tied at one run each. Fly ball, right field, heading foul, and that's where it lands out of the reach of the pursuing Craig. Two and two, the counts. Lights on at the Smith Softball Complex. It's overcast. Mentioned this in the St. Cecilia game, but we might not see the sun again until Saturday. We will see some breeze, though. 2 2 pitch. Fly ball. This is playable in the infield. The wind's making a mess of it and takes that ball all the way to the top of the dugout. Oh, got away with one there, did Loman. The wind helped her out. That was initially hit right along the first base line, and the wind blew it all the way to the top of the dugout. She lives to see another, getting an assist from Mother Nature. Two and two with a runner aboard. And nobody out, one run already in. Another ball skied in the infield. This one remains playable, and the squeeze made at first. That's Wenzel over there doing it. So Lohman retired. Ava Smith comes up with Dinkelman still at first base. Smith is a junior hitting 368, 15 driven in, 23 runs scored. Well, now I'd be curious with the runner not advancing there. Will you see her take off and try to steal? Dinkelman, the freshman, 
at first base. Here's the pitch. In for a strike. Nolette gets ahead to begin it. Tigers scored in the top of the second. One run. They've given up a run here in the bottom half. The second pitch in the upper part of the zone, and Smith watches her way to 0-2. The second baseman for the Vikings, down, no balls, two strikes. A little surprised we haven't seen Dinkelman take off yet. She doesn't hear the pitch is high for a ball. The shortstop, Laux, would be tasked with coming over to make the play. Some sort of theatrics going on in the Beatrice Scott's Bluff game right now. Fouled off to the right side. They almost fell out of their chairs over there. That's a game that has seen a Beatrice Grand Slam, but Scott's Bluff might be fighting back in that. Northwest knows all too well that the Bearcats can put up runs. Scott's Bluff got the better of them, the seven over the two yesterday. One ball, two strike pitch, runs inside. Good job by Beck, the catcher adjusting over to snag that ball and keep the runner Dinkelman at first base. Dinkelman talks with her first base coach saying, hey, should I have gone on that one? Uh, probably. Here's the 2-2. Flow and foul to the right side. Man, two strikes in this Northwest team is just not relenting. Almost every batter has had two strikes and they just keep fighting them off. One punch out for Nolette. She struck out Reese Zobel in the first inning. Here's a 2-2, lined foul on the right side. The trend continues. Foul ball after foul ball, that two-strike approach for Northwest and orchestrated by Mitch Sad, the head coach. He has to like a, what he's seen from his Vikings with two strikes. Nolette's 2-2, high. That's just ball three, a full count now. Ava Smith, the eight-hole hitter, had tossed her bat towards the on-deck circle already. She'll dig back in there. Man, as she had work, made Nolette work hard. Just fouled him off. Watched her way from 0-2 to 3-2. Mackenzie Nolette deals. Fly ball right field. Ranging over Craig, and it's just foul. Oh, by about four or five feet there. Craig was trotting over. She wasn't going to get to it, and it landed out of her reach in foul territory. Smith, just a, a long foul ball there, and she's back into the box. We'll see another full count offering from Mackenzie Nolette. You can see why Northwest puts up runs. You'd hate to have to pitch to them. They keep fouling things off. 3-2. Popped up. This is in the infield. The second baseman, Oshner, works her way over and makes the play. Not a true overhead catch, a more of a backhand type of catch on that fly ball, but with the wind blowing like it is, any fly ball is going to be a challenge. But an infield flyout is a relief for Nolette, who wins that battle with Ava Smith, bringing up Lily Martinez, the nine-hole hitter, a right-handed hitter, who calls time before pitch number one. We're tied at one run each in the bottom of the second. There's two outs. Northwest at the plate against Hastings High. Nolette's first delivery in there for a called strike. Martinez is a junior batting 298 with a homer in 18 driven in on the regular season. Dinkelman is still at first base. The 0-1 pitch fouled off to the right side. Dinkelman has been at first base since she got the RBI single three batters ago. Loman and Smith unable to move her to scoring position 
and they have not opted to try to have her steal second either. Now an 0-2 pitch to Martinez. It's way outside. Good job by Beck. Beck, the catcher, reaching all the way across her body to backhand that softball and prevent it from going to the backstop. Got to keep that runner at first with two down. One and two to Martinez. Nolette throws, and it was high and in. As if she hadn't hit that ball and fouled it off, might have come in and buzzed the chin. It's still one and two. Nolette with her white and orange mitt holds her hands out. She doesn't know the signal, and the batter calls time in response. Everyone will get situated again. Now here's the one-two. Hit to the third base coach, and he can't make the play. Coach Sad has it go through the wickets. Mm. Do what he says, not what he does. Tied at one run each. Hastings put one across in the top half of the second. One in here in the bottom half for the Northwest. And a runner at first with two down. One ball, two strikes to Lily Martinez. Grounded foul towards Coach again. This time he gets low. It shows off his flexibility. Scoops that one up and will go at it again. And that uh, theme of this inning continues. Get to two strikes, but you just struggle to get the outs because Northwest keeps fouling these pitches off. One, two, way in. Two and two the count. Wind blowing in, kind of left to right, but really in from left field. 2-2 pitch. Grounded foul to the left. She's been hitting everything to the left side, has the right-handed hitting Lily Martinez. Martinez wears batting gloves. Shakes her right hand off and holds time up until she gets situated. Now another two-ball, two-strike pitch from Nolette. It's inside. Another good job by Beck to catch it. Holds Dinkelman at first, and it's a full count. I believe we're at three straight batters with full counts. Lohman and Smith popped up in the infield. What's going to happen with Martinez on the third straight hitter to go full? Nolette throws grounded foul. Hmm. Nolette has to be cursing these Vikings. They're working double-digit pitch at bats like it's just something you do every time you come to the plate. Still tied at one run each. Another payoff pitch, fouled it off of her leg, and Martinez reaches to her left ankle right away, kicks it a couple times. She's going to be okay. She'll stay in there. Her coach comes in. He wants to have a chat. She's good. Uh, Hearing from uh, the Northwest radio announcers that, that they're surprised Martinez is out there. Her finger got injured earlier today against Waverly. They thought she wasn't going to be able to play, but she's out there right now showing her toughness. And she's worked a full count with two down and a runner on base. Mackenzie Nolette in the circle for Hastings. Throws home. Grounded foul to the third base line. There's a magnet over there, I swear. She's hit a half dozen balls at her coach. <laughs> she must have something against Coach Sad. Keeps pounding the ball right at him. 
and Hastings is adjusting its defense with three balls and two strikes. They've noticed that Lily Martinez has hit every pitch to the left. So they pull in the right fielder to play in the shortstop spot and bring the shortstop over to double up at third base. There's two players at the third base side. 3-2 pitch popped up. This one heading towards left field. It's playable, and the catch is made by Schultz. Another marathon at bat that ends in a flyout. Excellent job by Mackenzie Nolette, but she did give up the one run about an hour and a half ago on two hits. There were no errors and one left on base. We're tied at one run each going to the top of the third between Hastings and Northwest on KHAS Radio. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student athletes the team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home auto business farm and crop insurance if you want to score big with service and great rates stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today Top of the third inning in a competitive game between Hastings High and Northwest. The Vikings of Northwest in Grand Island, they are the reigning Class B state champions. Came in as the two seed, but dropped their first game to Scott's Bluff. Won their second against Waverly. Both games similar in terms of final score. Here's the top of the order for Hastings and Brooke Oshner. The first pitch is in for a strike. Checking out how it's gone for Northwest. They lost 14-9 to Scott's Bluff and beat Waverly 11-9. Here's the 0-1 to the leadoff Tiger, and it's bounced towards the dugout. Man, Coach Sad's getting a workout. He got hit again. That dude's having to – he should have brought his glove today. Got pounded a couple of times by Lily Martinez foul balls last inning. It's an 0-2 count to Oshner, who singled in the first and then was caught stealing. Here's the next from Lohman. Fly ball, right center field, long run for Martinez, and she gets over there. Covers the ground with ease to retire the first batter of the frame. Hayden Lauks comes up. So two high-scoring games for Northwest. They've allowed 25 runs over two games. That's 12 and a half runs allowed per contest. So you'd expect this game will not be 1-1 for too long. There is offense expected. And they've scored a lot, too. They've scored 20 runs. So they're giving up 12 and a half and scoring 10 per game, two games in. That one just missed uh, against Laux. Not sure where. It's one ball, no strike to the second batter of the frame for the Tigers in this one-to-one ball game. Low scoring. That's foreign to Northwest. Second pitch, high. Meanwhile, for Hastings, they won 8-7 over Beatrice and lost 8-0 against Blair. Infield drawn in at the corners. The pitch is in for a strike, two balls and one strike. 
The third baseman, Dorsey, is a good three steps, maybe four in front of third base. And the first baseman, Casperson, is also playing in front of the bag. They're about even with second base in the middle of the infield. 2-1 pitch floated to the left, and uh, that's onto the concourse section as well. And it's 2-2 two and two to Laux. The shortstop for Hastings coaxed a walk in the first. Three hits for the Tigers through two and one-third. This 1-1 one, one tie. Flown to the left side and into the bullpen. Late on the swing, but still able to make contact to keep the at-bat alive for Laux. Haven't given you the Northwest pitcher's season numbers yet. Libby Lohman is 4-3 and three with a 3.68 ERA. One of two pitchers who, who have thrown for Northwest this season. The other being Kasperson. Inside, called strike three on the inside corner. And down goes Hayden Laux looking. That's the first strikeout for Libby Lohman. The whole infield comes in to congratulate her, and there's two down with the bases clear. Lohman, who gave up a run against the bottom half of the lineup, has retired the first two at the top of the order on the second trip through the order for the Tigers. Emma Landgren wants to end that trend. The third baseman and three-hole hitter is at the plate. Lohman delivers high for ball one. So Kasperson, she is the most used pitcher, factoring in 20 decisions, 17-3 and three with a 3.15. Lohman, not a bad second option. Here's the 1-0. A little in, maybe a hair low, two balls, no strikes. Lohman has factored in seven decisions compared to the 20 of Kasperson, but has a very respectable 3.68 ERA. 2-0 pitch. Ground ball hit through the hole on the left side. A single for Emma Landgren and some two-out action for the Hastings High Tigers in this one-to-one -one tie in the top of the third inning. Cleanup hitter Grace Beck due at the plate. Beck unstraps her catcher's shin pads. Heads out there. She has opted for the neck and face covering today. And black nylon around her neck right now underneath that white helmet. One aboard and two outs. Here's the pitch from Loman. Misses away. Loman has fallen behind many hitters today. Just hasn't given up the big hit. Nothing but singles for Hastings High on their four base knocks. Here's the 0-1. Popped up, this one's high, a mile in the sky, shallow center, raising in and making the catch a few steps onto the dirt is the center fielder, Mings. Had a long journey to do it, the wind was blowing it back towards the plate, and she made the catch, and that retires the side. No runs on one hit, no errors, and one left on base. The Vikings have the top of their order coming up against Mackenzie Nolet of Hastings. That's when we return to the Smith Softball Complex on KHAS Radio. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. 
It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is, is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. State Tournament Softball on KHAS Radio is brought to you in part by Aloe Fiber, Five Points Bank of Hastings, Family Medical Center in Hastings, Husker Power Products, and Hastings Ford Lincoln. I'm Michael Shively. This is an elimination game. The loser of Hastings versus Northwest sees their season come to an end. The winner advances to face Elkhorn North. That game is scheduled for tonight at 7 o'clock, weather pending. Of course, that start time has ish after it. You never know. This is state softball. But Elkhorn North would be the opponent. The three seed has taken down Waverly and Scott's Bluff. The winner of Hastings Northwest will play Elkhorn North tonight. They would need to beat the Wolves twice to get to the state finals. If one of these two teams beats Elkhorn North tonight, that would force a game on Friday. Then this team would need to win that one again to get to Omaha. First pitch is a ball to Cameron Mings to begin the bottom of the third inning. We're tied at one run each, so no way to guess yet who's going to come out on top to get that right to face Elkhorn North tonight. Mackenzie Nolette has pitched through two innings, continues on here and gets a foul chip over to the left side. One and one. Mings dueled with uh, Nolette, thought she might have had a double down the third base line, was ruled foul, came back and hit a single, reached third base but was stalled out there in the first. Shows bunt. Bunts it backwards, picked up by the catcher Beck in foul territory, fires to first for fun. One ball, two strikes. Northwest did scrape across a run in the second. An opposite field triple by Jolie O'Hara. She was hit in by Becca Dinkelman's single, but then Nolette retired three straight via flyouts to get out of that side with the tie intact. Throws high here, and it's two balls and two strikes. Tigers leaning on Mackenzie Nolette. She's a junior who's factored in only four decisions this season. Here's the 2-2. Fly ball left side, and that heads out of play. Bounces in the green Gator equipment vehicle. Still 2-2. Two two. Coach Markwart trusting in the depth of his roster. Another slap shot foul. It's tied at one. There are other games going on right now. This one uh, certainly high scoring. Mentioned that Scott's Bluff was in a shootout with Northwest in the opening round. Now they're in one with Beatrice. The Lady Orange lead 13 to eight. Hastings had that glorious eight to seven come from behind win over the Lady O. Northwest fell to Scott's Bluff. 
Ground ball hit toward short, diving, stop thrown from her knees, and it's wide of first base, forcing a scoop play by Wenzel, and beating it out was Cameron Mings. So Mings is aboard with a couple of singles in this game. There's one on with nobody out for Kira Ray. Ray grounded out in the first. So the Tigers will deal with a leadoff runner aboard. They've had to do that every inning. That's now three for three on getting the leadoff batter on base for the Vikings of Northwest. So that's one score right now. Beatrice 13 to eight over Scott's Bluff. Bunt laid down in front of Beck. The catcher's up with it, throws to first, not in time. Excellent speed by Ray and well-placed bunt. She singles. The ball hasn't left the infield yet, but there's two aboard for the Vikings and nobody down for Reese Zobel. Zobel, a strikeout victim in the first. But she is absolutely a threat. Hitting 519, I can't imagine she struck out frequently this season. That is the lone strikeout for Nolette. This is a dangerous territory for the Tigers to live in with runners on base for Zobel. Zobel swings at the first and sharply hits it towards third. Stepped on the base for one, and the throw across the diamond beats the runner. A double play. Landgren, it was hit right towards her on a couple of harsh bounces. Picked it up, stepped on the base, and threw across the diamond for a double play. Mings is retired. Ray advances to second, and Zobel is out at first. That brings up Casperson with two down and a runner at second base. The game still tied at one run each. So Nolette takes care of Zobel for the second time. Casperson watches a pitch low. It doesn't get easier. This is the middle part of the order. The cleanup hitter, Casperson. She grounded out to third in inning number one. Here's the pitch on 1-0, grounded towards second. Knocked down, picked up, and the throw is late to first base. That's Oshner at second, unable to make the play. And all ruled that as an error against Kasperson. Not sure the, what the official score will indicate, but that was hit to the second base side. Had to go backhand with it, but certainly a play that I think... Uh, Brooke Oshner makes more often than she doesn't, but didn't that time, so it gives Kasperson first base, Ray goes to third, and Jolie O'Hara, who laced an opposite field triple, comes to the dish. The first pitch to O'Hara, flown towards right center field, a long run, it's going back, and it's short of the fence, falls and rolls to the wall, one runs in, rounding third, and coming in to score is the second run. A bases emptying double from Jolie O'Hara. And it's three to one, Northwest. O'Hara has scored a run and knocked two in. She is responsible for all three Northwest runs. The five hole hitter plates a couple. Casperson scored all the way from first. Because there were two outs, she was running on contact. Didn't have to wait to see if it wasn't caught. It was a perfect gapper to the base of the fence. And the error comes back to haunt the Tigers. Both of those runs unearned after the play wasn't made at second base against Kasperson. 
And here's Becca Dinkelman. She singled in a run last inning. Nolette trying to avoid this from blowing up into bigger than a two-run outburst. Here's her first pitch. Got the inner part of the plate for a called strike. Dinkelman, the DP, she's a young player. She's a freshman. There are some Class A games in action right now as well, in addition to the two Class B games. Here's the first pitch on O, or the second pitch, the 0-1, and it maybe was a hair inside. Papillion La Vista has a 9-4 lead over Lincoln East, and Gretna is dominating Norfolk. That score is 15-0. The top seed Dragons fell to the loser's bracket, but they're taking care of business against the Panthers. One field over from us is Papio against Lincoln East. Spartans going to need a comeback with Papillion La Vista up five runs with two runners on base. In our game, 3-1 to one, Northwest over Hastings. Hard hit ground ball wide of third base. It's foul. Nolette versus Dinkelman trying to get out number three for the Tigers. Just gave up a couple of unearned runs. It separated the Vikings. They now have their first lead of the game. The runner at second base is Jolie O'Hara. What a game she's having. Two extra base hits. High pitch. Two and two. O'Hara, a 3.20 hitter, just 19 driven in on the year entering this tournament, but she drove in a couple and scored one so far. Ground ball, third base, picked up by Landgren. Her throw pulls the first baseman off the bag, and everybody's safe. An error on the third baseman. The throw across the diamond pulled the first baseman, Wenzel, down the line, and... Out to discuss it is Coach Markhorse. The first base umpire was not decisive in the ruling. He took a couple of seconds to process before he said the foot was off and is now going to confer with the other umpires, including the home plate umpire, who had a good view down the line, probably better, and the call is made. She is out at first base. So Dinkelman retired. This is something we saw twice yesterday where calls about if the first baseman had their foot off of the bag or not were reversed. Northwest is upset about it, but twice yesterday, in, once in a St. Cecilia game, once in a Hastings game, the first base umpire ruled that the foot had been pulled off of the bag. They conferred and the home plate umpire reversed it. That's the third time that I've seen that here on KHAS Radio at this tournament, and this time it benefits the Tigers. But a couple of runs do cross on three hits, there was an error and one left on base. Through three innings, it's 3-1 to one Northwest over Hastings. The Tigers send Nolette, Witte, and Wenzel to the plate when we come back on KHAS Radio. So, you have a list of things that you need, but do you find yourself just wandering around a warehouse looking for somebody to help you? Or do you find yourself walking out, not knowing if you got exactly what you need? 
At Big G Ace and Hastings, we won't let that happen. We'll help you find what you need with all of the quality brands you trust. We have the best products, such as Scott's, miracle Grow, Toro, Ego, Milwaukee, and more. All hand-selected to keep your lawn, garden, and home looking their very best. Big G Ace also has local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need and are looking for. And once we've helped you check off all the items on your list, we'll give you some helpful advice too, so that you can get the job done right. Because at Big G Ace, we have our own list too, and great service is right at the top. Big G Ace and Hastings, the helpful, helping you check things off your list place. Quality products, great people, and helpful advice. Big G Ace. First pitch at the top of the fourth is fouled off. Northwest in front of Hastings, 3-1. to one. This is an elimination game in the Class B State Softball Tournament. Each of these teams has one win on their ledger so far. They're trying to get number two to get a date tonight with Elkhorn North. Then they would be two wins away from the state finals. A one pitch, a soft one outside for a ball. Mackenzie Nolette is at the plate. She's the pitcher for the Tigers. She singled and scored the lone run for Hastings High two innings ago. Going against Libby Lohman, the starting pitcher for Northwest. Throws high, a check swing, she held back. Good job, and it's two balls and a strike. Today's broadcast is brought to you in part by Big G Ace in Hastings, PTSR, Russ's Market in Hastings, Centennial Plastics, and Klein Insurance. 2-1 pitch, line drive over the head of the second baseman. A hard hit opposite field single for Mackenzie Nolette. She's two for two, and Piper Witte comes up with a runner on base. We told you that this would not end uh, with a low scoring total. We, we might be a little lower scoring than I expected, but both of these teams can generate some offense, and all of Northwest games in this tournament have been exceptionally high scoring. Bunt shown by Piper Witte. She pulls it back and checks her swing. She saw a strike. She did not go around on it. The pitch was a strike, though. The slap hitter singled in the second inning. Gets a signal from her third base coach and checks her right wristband. Now the lefty shows Bunt, pops it up, caught by the first baseman. Diving back in safe to first is Mackenzie Nolas. So a pop out to the first baseman by Witte means there's no advancement of the runner with Maddie Wenzel coming up. So Witte unable to move the runner up. And a lot of those bunt situations for a player like Witte, you think she has a really good shot to beat it out with her speed and with her approach from the left-handed side, but just got underneath it on the bunt. Skyed that one, sails over the head of the catcher, and thinking about going for three, she is. There's a play at third base, and she's out. Mm. Tough call there to go against Nolette. Nolette moved up to second. The ball scooted away from the catcher, Zobel, all the way around to the third base dugout. She picked it up and threw to third. Nolette rounded second and was not committing until about halfway between second and third, decided to go for it, slid feet first, and the tag was applied to retire her. So that's the second time there's been an out on the base pads in this game for Hastings. Now there's two outs and a 1-0 count to Maddie Wenzel. The second pitch is high. 
I think it was the right call by Nolette to try for third. She maybe needed to make her mind up a little bit earlier than halfway to the base. Still, the home plate umpire came out and was right on top of it to make the call. There's a strike, two and one. But it, to me, it looks like she got that foot in before the tag. The umpire was right there and made a confident out call. No argument from Coach Markwart, who was on the other side of it. 2-1 pitch, high. So Nolette, who led off with a single out at third. Back in the first inning, Brooke Oshner was caught stealing. So two outs on the base paths for the Tigers in a two-run game. Wenzel sacrificed bunt last time, takes ball four here. And on a five-pitch at-bat, gets aboard. Emily Kratzer's turn. She had that squeeze play bunt. That was pretty awesome. Charging third baseman Dorsey picked it up. Never considered going home with it, just threw it to first. Well executed by Emily Kratzer. And here she is with one aboard and two out. The eight-hole hitter takes inside. The catcher drops it. A late decision to run towards second and no throw. Wenzel is in on that pass ball. So a runner does get back to scoring position for Hastings. But now there's two outs. What can Kratzer do with it? Yesterday, she was one for four. Upstairs, that's a ball. But Emily did come up with a key play in that Beatrice game. Part of that comeback. That key play was her lone hit, a two-run home run in the bottom of the fifth inning on this field. See if she has a big hit in her here. Ahead in the count, two balls and no strikes. Here's the pitch, check swing. It's a ball, the appeal to third, and she didn't go around. So ahead in the count, three balls and no strikes with Hallie Schultz in the on-deck circle. You know, if I'm Northwest, I'd rather try my hand with Schultz than Kratzer. Might just uh, give her first. Nope, not going to happen. Throw a strike right down the pipe. So Emily Kratzer will face three and one. Now Schultz, who's on deck, flew out to center in the second. Here's the next one to Kratzer. Fly ball, right center field, ranging over Mings, and it's the right fielder instead, Lily Martinez, falling down just short of the wall, reaches up and makes the catch over her head to retire the side in the top of the fourth inning. No runs on one hit, there were no errors, and one left on base. Northwest three, Hastings one, the bottom of the fourth inning, and coming up in this exciting Class B state softball tournament on KHAS Radio. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around, and the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop, from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings, because quality matters. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab offers their congratulations to the Hastings Tigers on making it to
Severe thunderstorm warning information. The National Weather Service in Hastings has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for northeastern Phelps County, northwestern Kearney County, central Buffalo County, until 4.15 p.m. At 3.39 p.m., severe thunderstorms were located along a line extending from near Amherst to near Odessa, moving east at 30 miles per hour. Expected hazards include ping-pong ball-sized hail and 60 miles per hour wind gusts. Severe weather has been confirmed by emergency management reported severe hail south of Odessa. The following impacts are expected. People and animals outdoors will be injured. Expect hail damage to roofs, siding, windows, and vehicles. Expect wind damage to roofs, siding, and trees. Severe thunderstorms will be near Kearney, Pleasanton, and Riverdale around 3.45 p.m. Other locations in the path of these severe thunderstorms include pool. This includes Interstate 80 between mile markers 264 and 287. For your protection, move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a building. A tornado watch remains in effect until 7 p.m. for South Central and Central Nebraska. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 04.15 p.m. for the following counties in Nebraska, Buffalo, Kearney, and Phelps. And Northwest has a plus in that category right now. The Tigers have an error, and that directly led to a couple of runs. So defense advantage Northwest, and that's the difference of the game right now. Here's Ava Smith at the plate, popped out to second earlier. Corner infielders are playing in. Bunt is hit back to the backstop. Northwest still playing some small ball here, trying to advance the courtesy runner to scoring position. Okay, the runner is Maya Kenny. Kenny, the courtesy runner. Infielders move in even closer in the corners. Ahead of this 0-1 offering from Nolette, it's bunted towards first base, fielded and thrown to the covering second baseman. Wenzel Fields throws to Oshner with her foot on the bag. The sacrifice is taken care of. And Kenny advances to scoring position for Lily Martinez. Martinez, a fly out earlier. On the season, at 18 driven in. Listening over to our flood communications colleague, Jake Bartecki, across the press box, emphatically announcing a Beatrice High School win. They beat Scott's Bluff. Inside on the first pitch from the Hastings High Tigers here. So what an effort by the team that Hastings came from behind to beat yesterday, 8-7. to seven. The Lady Orange have returned to win two games, and they will get a third game of the day tonight. Here's the 1-0. It gets the upper reaches of the strike zone. Martinez, the right fielder, made a fine play in right center, just short of the fence, to put an end to the top of the fourth. Now she's facing a 1-1 count against Hastings pitcher Mackenzie Nolette. Here's the pitch, way in. Ball two. Nolette puts her foot a little closer to the third base side of the rubber than the middle. That's what she does with her right foot. Puts the left foot behind, ramps up and deals. Comes in with some heat that's a little too 
far above the zone. And it's 3-1 and one to Martinez. The dangerous top of the order looming for the Vikings. It would benefit Nolette and company to retire Martinez here. Cannot do it. Instead, the walk issued. That's the first walk issued by Nolette. But wait. Uh, oh, they're going to courtesy. What's our situation here? Uh, going to go get the glove, the base running glove for Martinez, who, as we told you earlier, might have injured her finger a little bit in the previous game. Coach Marquardt comes out. He takes the softball away from Mackenzie Nolette. She pitched well, but showing signs of slipping with her first walk issued. And a new pitcher will come on for Hastings High. And they will inherit two base runners with one out in the bottom of the fourth, trailing three runs to one. We'll tell you who the new pitcher is and set you up for this next at-bat against the top of the Northwest Order when we return to the Smith Softball Complex on KHAS Radio. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. At Allo, we believe in the exceptional. From extraordinary whole home coverage to super fast speeds, our local teams are always on hand to make sure your service is running at top performance. Let go of lag, banish buffering, and enjoy outstanding service throughout your entire home. We believe in delivering nothing less than exceptional service, so that's exactly what we do. Visit us at allofiber.com to experience the exceptional. Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each one goes through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Looking for a different used vehicle option? No problem. We carry all makes and models and have financing options for qualified vehicles and buyers. Experience the difference and join our family at Hastings Ford. We are Nebraska. Not all buyers and vehicles will qualify for financing. See you for details. It is the bottom of the fourth inning. There's two Northwest Vikings on the bases and one down. And there's a new pitcher for Hastings High. Maddie Wenzel is on in relief of Mackenzie Nolette. Wenzel wears number 13 in white. She's a junior with a 12-2 record and a 3.7 earned run average. Oh, no, check that. I read Brooke Oshner's stat line. Pardon me. All right, we need to get this to uh, Maddie Wenzel. Wenzel, 8-5 with a 6.7 earned run average. Her first pitch a strike to Cameron Mings. The second runs in and bounces off of the mitt of Beck. Both runners advance. Lohman is, or her uh, pinched runner, Kenny, is now at third base, and Martinez scoots up to second. Cameron Mings is the leadoff hitter, and this is her third plate appearance. Okay, the umpire's going to visit about something. Are they considering if that was maybe a foul ball? Mings disagrees, but that opinion doesn't really influence the outcome here. Three to one Northwest. They took the lead with a couple of unearned runs in the bottom of the third. And they're threatening in the bottom of the fourth. And no change. That was not a foul ball. 
and didn't think it was. Lohman singled to start this inning. She has a courtesy runner out there. Ava, Ava Smith sacrificed her over. Mackenzie Nolette, who started this game, then walked Martinez, and that was enough for Blake Marquardt. Said, uh, let's get a fresh body out there. Next pitch, ground ball hit towards third, scooped in the play is at first base, a good throw, and that retires Mings. But the fielder's choice nets a run. In to score is Kenny, the courtesy runner, and that makes it four to one, Northwest. Martinez moves up to third with two down and Kira Ray coming up. Mings has been productive today. Two singles and a fielder's choice RBI. Ray, the right-handed hitter. Good job by Landgren at third. Uh, she made the right call. Here's the pitch and uh, not sure where it missed, but it's ball one. Landgren... She could have been a, a step sooner getting to that ball. Maybe takes the risk and goes home with it. But still plenty of softball to play. Make the safe out at first and surrender the one run. Second pitch to Ray. Shows bunt. The pitch is high. So Nolette, to the third most used pitcher. Not the, not the most common. You often don't even see teams go three deep in their pitching staff. Northwest doesn't. Hastings does, and they used Nolette, and she pitched well through three and a third. Bunt shown, it's laid backwards, and it's two balls and a strike to Kira Ray. And that run will be charged against her, so she allowed two earned, pending the runner at third base. What happens with that? Couldn't ask for a whole lot more against this tough Vikings offense. Fly ball, this is in the infield on the right side, drifting into foul territory, and the wind saves Northwest on that one. Oshner couldn't reach it and wasn't able to get up there uh, in the right side near the scaffolding to make the catch. The wind really brought that ball out from uh, about the foul line towards the fence, and the second baseman couldn't grab it. Now it's Wenzel's turn in the circle, replacing Nolette. Now with a two-ball, two-strike count, she deals home, and the off-speed pitch is high for a ball. We gave you those numbers, 8-5, 6.7 ERA. Wenzel pitched last night against Blair and acquitted herself nicely. The score does not reflect her pitching. Full count pitch, fly ball, smack towards deep center field. It's back to the wall, and it's gone. A two-run home run for Kira Ray. Martinez scores, and Ray touches them all. It's 6-1 to one Vikings in the bottom of the fourth inning. So Northwest attacks the new pitcher, and Wenzel surrenders a solo shot or a two-run shot to straightaway center field. That's gonna, that, you got to really get a hold of it to launch it out to center, and that's exactly what happens. The wind blowing left to right is wreaking havoc on pop-ups, but that one was driven. It was hit high, it was hit hard. Ray got all of it, and it left the yard, not aided. It was hindered by the wind, and she still got it out for her first home run of the season. Wow. Now that's stepping up in the postseason. Your first homer provides needed separation against the Hastings High Tigers. Now Reese Zobel smacks the first pitch she sees a mile in the sky, but, but it trails foul to the left side. Zobel has struck out and hit into a double play. 
She is the best hitter statistically for Northwest. Surprising to see her struggle that mightily. Here's the 0-1. Hard hit grounder, and it wasn't going to last forever, was it? Smacked a single through the hole on the left side. So a fielder's choice run batted in for Mings in the first A-B against Wenzel, then a two-run homer and a single. Coach Marquardt opting to go with Wenzel as a courtesy runner comes on for Northwest. That's Aubrey Olsufka. She'll run for Zobel. Oshner, Brooke Oshner, she is the ace of this staff. She struggled against Beatrice, gave up seven runs. Her control was not completely with her in that game. She didn't pitch in the nightcap. Wenzel did. And Nolette gets the nod today. And then Wenzel gets the decision in relief. So Oshner, who has the best numbers as a pitcher, with a 12-2 record and a 3.7 ERA for Hastings. That's two points better than Nolette and three earned run points better than Wenzel, not chosen in relief here. With two down, here's the lefty Casperson, and Casperson watches a called strike. Coach Marcourt opting for Wenzel instead. Maybe Oshner not 100% or her confidence shaken after yesterday's struggles or just doesn't think that she'll have the control. This pitch inside. I like the decision to go with Nolette to begin this game, and I think it really worked. Now, Wenzel's been banged around some here in relief. A situation where if you could save Oshner for later today, that'd be great. Outside corner called strike one and two with two down to Casperson with one aboard. 6-1 the new score Northwest. And that might be the thinking by Coach Marcourt, but I think there's more at play than that because you can't save her for tonight if there is no tonight. Wenzel steps off of the rubber and gets back on it. The umpire calls time, wants to avoid anybody getting a balk here. Okay, now we're ready for the one-two. Here it comes. Hard grounder wide of the first base, bag and touched there by the first baseman. Now playing first base is Emily Kratzer. Kratzer playing first base for Hastings. She was the designated player, now the first baseman as Wenzel moves from first to pitcher. The one-two. Grounder right at the Hastings High dugout. Tigers still have lots of chances offensively. They'll be up in the top of the fifth with nine, one, and two in the batting order against the Northwest team that has surrendered a whole boatload of runs in this tournament. Don't call it over yet at six to one. Check swing, flared, foul, wide of the fence down the third baseline, and it's one ball, two strikes to Casperson. Going against Wenzel here in the fourth inning. Tigers uh, getting into some tricky territory here after leading one nothing in the top of the second. They've given up six unanswered. Swing and a miss, drop third strike. Casperson running towards first and beats out the throw. A drop third strike, strikeout, and reach of first base for Kylie Casperson. So Casperson gets on. And 
Wenzel unable to get out of this side. Pitch just got by Beck. Would have been a tough grab to secure that one for strike three. Couldn't do it. Escaped past her, and Casperson keeps the inning going. Low and outside to Jolie O'Hara. Not the batter you want to face right now. O'Hara, a triple and a double with a run scored and two runs driven in. The shortstop has been an absolute menace this afternoon. Here's the pitch. Inside corner for a called strike. Tigers searching for that third out. Now the eighth batter of this inning for Northwest. Here it comes from Wenzel. High, ball two. Two aboard for the Vikings. Following the two-run homer by Ray, Zobel singled. Kasperson reaches on the drop third strike. You look at two-strike and two-out production when you get to the state tournaments, and how about the two-out production here for Northwest? Here's 2-1 pitch. Golfs towards third, taking it to the base for the force out is Landgren. Good awareness, and for the first time, the Tigers dispatch of Jolie O'Hara. One run came across on the fielder's choice, the second out, then the two-run homer with two outs. Adds a couple more to the score for Northwest. They get three runs, and they do it on three hits. There weren't any errors, and there was one left on base. Top of the fifth on the way with Hastings High trailing 6-1 to one on KHAS Radio. When you need power for your irrigation equipment, think Husker Power Products in Hastings and Sutton. This is Joe Vandeventer, and we are your local supplier of natural gas and propane power units and reliable, fuel-efficient Isuzu diesels. When you need parts, service, or a turnkey engine to power your irrigation system, call Husker Power Products at 402-463-1531 or visit us on the web at huskerpowerproducts.com. There's trouble in Tiger Country right now. Hastings High down 6-1 to one in the top of the fifth inning. Northwest after giving up a run to the Tigers in the top of the second. Plated one in the bottom half with a triple and a single. They got a couple more in the bottom of the third on a two-out double by O'Hara. Then in the fourth, they get a ground-out fielder's choice run batted in and a two-run homer. Those are the six runs. Now Hastings high with 9-1-2. and two. Can they start a comeback here in the top of the fifth inning? They know a little something about comebacks, especially on this field. This is where they got it done against Beatrice yesterday. Thought that one was over. That They were down six runs and didn't have a hit. Came back to win 8-7. Pitch misses. It's a ball one and one. So the Tigers have to still have some confidence there in the dugout. They've seen it. They've done it at this state tournament against a good team. And Beatrice proven it's good. It's won two games today. Fouled off to the right side. That one is final 16-8. to eight. It's Beatrice over Scott's Bluff, so the Lady Orange advance. And is it uh, Northwest they'll face, or uh, Elkhorn North? 
It is Blair. They'll have to go against Blair tonight. That's going to be a challenge. Floated to shallow right, and the second baseman, Smith, comes over and makes a lunging grab in shallow right field. Terrific play by the second baseman to retire Hallie Schultz, and that's out number one at the top of the fifth inning. Northwest has displayed high-level defense in this game. They have out-defended the Tigers, and that's partly why they enjoy a 6-1 to one cushion in the top of the fifth inning. But the top of the lineup is here for Hastings High, and Brooke Oshner is one for two. Oshner gets a hold of this one and rips it towards left center, diving, and it's past the left fielder, Ray, digging for two, and sliding in safe is Brooke Oshner. Exactly who you needed to step up if you're Hastings High. Oshner, the best hitter on the team with a 5.05 average and seven homers. You knew you'd be leaning on her at some point. Yesterday was not her day at the plate. 0 for 6. But here this afternoon, she's 2 for 3 and is in scoring position trying to jumpstart a rally in the top of the fifth inning. Infield drawn in for the lefty Laux, who takes upstairs. That's ball one and a big lead established at second by Oshner. She's going to be trying to score on a base hit to the outfield. With the infield drawn in, that's very possible. Libby Lohman still on the circle for Northwest, and she misses outside. That's a ball, two balls, and no strikes. Landgren, De and Beck, Nolette, to Murderer's Row coming up. See what Laux can do first. Takes a pitch that's in the zone for a strike. And if uh, it maybe has even gotten more overcast, or at least it's gotten darker. I feel like it's gotten darker here at the Smith Softball Complex. 2-1, hard ground ball, past the diving shortstop into left field. It went to left field, so only one station that Oshner was able to advance. She gets to third. Laux, the seeing eye single, is aboard for the second time today. Infield drawn in, and that play was going to be tough to make. And here's Emma Landgren. The Tigers in business with one out in the fifth. And just think, if not for that fine defensive play by the second baseman, Smith, there could be bases loaded or a run in. But because of that, there's one out. Defense matters. First pitch strike to Landgren. Gretna has finished off Norfolk. The Panthers' season is done. But uh, they represent Greater Nebraska, the lone team from outside of the Metro to make it. They did win a game here at State. Lost 15-0 today to the top seed Gretna. There's a ball, 1-1 one one to Landgren. Papillion, La Vista, and Lincoln East still going. That's a 10-6 affair with the Monarchs in front of the Spartans of East. They're on the corners here for the Tigers with one down in the top of the fifth. Hastings trailing 6-1 in an elimination game against Northwest. Hit hard towards shortstop, knocked down, she throws to second, gets that runner. In to score comes Oshner, an RBI fielder's choice hit by Emma Landgren. Oshner scores, Laux is out at second, Landgren at first, and there's two down. That was in dangerous double play territory because it was hit so sharply on the ground. Here's the first offering to Beck, and it's a ball. The comeback throw to first base escapes into right field, but nothing Landgren could do to try to get to second. It looked like O'Hara, if she fielded that cleanly at shortstop, there could have been a chance for a double turn, and 
Instead, it hopped out of her mitt and saved Hastings a run there. Double play would have ended the inning. Here's Grace Beck, 0 for 2 from the cleanup spot. See what she can do here. Third time against Loman, and she laces it to left field. <laughs> Another nice defensive play on a run. Ray straight sideways from her position. It goes over and snares that football about the height of her head, and it retires Grace Beck via the lineout. Hastings does get a run back. They do it on two hits. There was not anything close to an error, and there was one left on base. Bottom of the fifth coming up. Tigers trying to keep it at a 6-2 deficit on KHAS Radio. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care. Our inspiration. From the KHAS Radio Studio, I'm Brad Beam. We will get you back out to softball very quickly, but just an update on the weather situation. Michael has been mentioning uh, that the weather is to the west of us right now. Right now, there is a tornado-warned storm that is in Kearney County. That is immediately to the west of Adams County. It is moving to the northeast, so uh, over by the Campbell area right now. Well, thank you very much, Brad. Important update there. 
In our action, a 1-2 pitch is grounded to third. And third baseman for Hastings is up with fires an absolute fastball over to first. And that retires the runner, Abby, or make that Libby Lohman. There's two down in the bottom of the fifth. The score is 6-2. to two. Northwest has the lead against Hastings. Looking to our southwest, looks a little ominous. It's a lighter shade in the clouds than the ones that are currently over us, but uh, phones did go off with an alert up here. Everyone kind of looking around nervously with that latest warning near our area. Fly ball right side. This one heading foul out of play, but we are playing on at the moment. As soon as there's a warned, this is in the warning area, then we're going to stop playing ball. There's two down in the bottom of the fifth. Becca Dinkelman popped out to the pitcher. Lohman grounded out. Now it's Ava Smith. Exactly what you want to see from Maddie Wenzel here, the relief pitcher for Hastings High. Came in, gave up a couple of runs, three runs actually. In the bottom of the fourth, that helped extend that Northwest lead to 6-1. to one. The Tigers got a run back in the top of the fifth. Emma Landgren hit in Brooke Oshner with the fielder's choice play. Now 0-2 count against Smith and fired a fastball just underneath the zone. Pretty good looking pitch there from Wenzel. Doesn't get the ring up call, it's one and two. So Wenzel trying to get out number three and get this moving along to the sixth and give her bats a chance, down four runs to put together another terrific comeback like we saw yesterday. This is an elimination game with Hastings High on the brink, backs against the wall now. Both sides would face elimination if they lost. Inside corner called strike three. Wenzel gets Smith watching. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. They go down in order in the bottom of the fifth. Top of the sixth on the way. Nolette, Witte, and Wenzel due to the plate for the Tigers on KHAS Radio. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by Klein Insurance at 710 South Burlington and Hastings or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team serve you today. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Family Medical Center, as an independent clinic, has served the community for over 60 years. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Trying to get this game in. There's some nasty weather that could be coming the way of Hastings. But right now we focus on softball. Everyone looking around nervously until maybe this game finishes or until that weather might or might not arrive. It is 6-2. Northwest leads Hastings in this elimination game. Here's the first pitch of the frame. And it's low for a ball to Mackenzie Nolent. Five, six, and seven in the batting order for the Tigers, needing a comeback against the Vikings of Northwest. Two central Nebraska foes going at it. 1-0. Out of the right arm of Libby Lohman, grabs the inside corner for called strike one. 
One and one the count. These teams opened the season against each other. That was back on August 17th. Nearly two full months ago, a 7-6 Hastings one-run victory. Getting a hold of that one, Nolet sends it foul. It's one and two. Northwest and Hastings. That is the only game they played against each other this season. That set the tone, saying the Tigers mean business this year. Ground ball gets past the third baseman, Dorsey into left field. Took an awkward hop at her. Give that one as a single to Mackenzie Nolette. She is three for three with three singles. And Piper Witte comes up. Hastings signaling with that win at Northwest, the defending state champs to open the season, saying we mean business this year. Upset that we did not make state a season ago, breaking a streak of seven in a row. High pitch to the lefty Witte. And they've met business this whole year. Now 23-10 and 10 on the season and trying to come from behind to get win number 24 and earn a spot against Elkhorn North in this tournament. A chance to beat the Wolves twice would put whichever team in the finals. they got to beat them twice, though. And first things first, got to win this one. Swing and a miss by Witte. One ball, one strike. Checking out the Tigers' hitting numbers in this game as this one's fouled back to the backstop. Nothing but singles for Hastings High. Seven hits. Oh, check that one double. Oshner doubled in the fifth. Seven hits and six of them singles. With a one-two, off speed, called strike three, Frozer. Terrific pitch by Loman, maybe the best of the game by the right-hander, and she sends Witte back to the dugout. Here's Maddie Wenzel, now in the circle. She's the pitcher, is, has not registered in that bat, a sacrifice bunt and a walk. Takes the first pitch for a strike on the outer half. Tigers trail 6-2 here in the sixth. Lohman impressing in the circle, delivering a quality start for Northwest. This pitch outside corner for a strike. The Vikings have had a little trouble holding opponents off of the scoreboard in this tournament. Gave up uh, 14 to Scott's Bluff and 9 to Waverly. Check swing, it's high. Good watch, two balls, two strikes. Or one ball, two strikes. To Wenzel. But in this game, Lohman has been in control. Hasn't allowed the big swing. Popped up right side, shallow right field. The second baseman is called off by the charging Martinez in right field, who makes the basket catch for out number two. Martinez has displayed an impressive glove in right field. Really, this whole Northwest defense, really nice. And their offense has done just enough. Took advantage of an error in the third for a couple runs. Launched a two-run homer in the fourth. And the Tigers need offense. They need base runners. Two down and one aboard here. Outside corner for a strike to Emily Kratzer. Kratzer, 0 for 1. She had that squeeze play. Run batted in in the second. Flew out 
to right in the fourth. With Mackenzie Nolette at first base. The next pitch is laced towards right field. That gets past the second baseman. A single the opposite way for Emily Kratzer. Now playing first base. She started out as the designated player. But the Tigers uh, freshman is coming into her own right now at the Smith Softball Complex. Two run home run yesterday. She's done nicely today with that sacrifice squeeze. Also a single. This is a freshman who means business. Now there's two aboard for Hallie Schultz. Schultz connects and flares it back out of play. The top of the order comes up after this. Can Schultz move the line with two outs? Find a way to get on base and put Brooke Oshner at the dish. That's exactly what Coach Marquardt would want. He wants his prime hitter at the plate with runners on in this trailing situation. Oh, a screamer hit the opposite way. Look out and scaffolding with the media there. They were able to deke out of the way a little bit. No balls, two strikes, two down to Schultz with two aboard, down four in the sixth. Here's the pitch and just missed, maybe a hair low or outside. Schultz lays off the close one, it's one and two. Got to get aboard here if you're Schultz. Bring up that big hitter in Oshner. The chance to do damage. The one-two hits softly back to the pitcher, gloved by Loman, who underhands to first base to retire the side. Loman continues to impress, working around a pair of singles. There were no errors and two left on base. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning with the score six to two, Northwest in front of Hastings. Back in our studio, here's Brad Beam with another update on the impending severe weather. All right, thank you, Michael. The Adams County Emergency Manager is warning people in the Roseland area, the Holstein area, and the Air area to be going to a safe place, taking shelter now. The tornado-warned storm in southern and western Adams County continues to track. A couple of minutes ago, that storm capable of producing a tornado located over Holstein. That is 18 miles to the southwest of Hastings, moving to the northeast at 35 miles per hour. Should be right about now that uh, the tornado storm, we don't have confirmation that this is an actual tornado on the ground, although there is rotation, both uh, observed by storm spotters on the ground and by radar, that there is rotation. So this is a, a dangerous situation that could turn into a tornado on the ground pretty much at any time. So uh, this storm should be near Holstein right about now, should be Roseland in about five minutes or so. So take cover now if you are in the path of that storm in southern and western Adams County. Move to a basement or an interior room in the lowest floor or of a sturdy building away from windows if you're outdoors or in a mobile home or a vehicle. Try to move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. Again, a tornado warning in effect continues until 434 parts of Adams County. The city of Hastings is not at this time under the warning area for this storm. But in general, this storm is kind of moving toward the Hastings area. It is southwest of Hastings, moving to the northeast. So at this time, right now uh, in Adams County, Holstein, and Roseland and the air area probably off to the side of uh, the brunt of this storm, but Holstein and Roseland, uh, you should be moving, if you're not already in a safe space, to a safe space and taking the utmost precautions with this strong 
and rotating storm. Again, no tornado on the ground right now, but the tornado warning does continue. So we'll send it back out to uh, the softball complex with Michael Shively. Try to get the game in before the weather moves in. Michael, take it away. Well, thank you, Brad. And uh, trying to get it in with a Hastings win. Add that caveat to it. Can we ask for that, too? Tigers pitch home. It's a bunt back to the pitcher, thrown towards first, and in time, nice play by Matty Wenzel. Both the sacrifice is executed by Cameron Mings on the bunt. It advances Lily Martinez to second base. Martinez started the bottom of the sixth inning with a four-pitch walk. Mings sacrificed her to scoring position. It is six to two. Hastings trails Northwest. They will have one more chance at the plate, will the Tigers, in the top of the seventh inning. They're due to have the top of their order up, but what will the score be when we get to that point? Will it be a four-run deficit, or will it be different? Coach Marquardt, not worried about that tornado warning, has come up and walked into the circle and is either making a change or just motivating his team. The Tigers getting out hit in this one. Nine hits for Northwest. Actually, I correct myself, they each have nine hits, each side with nine hits. But a costly error in the third committed by the defense of Hastings and some extra base hits for Northwest. A triple and a double, both by Jolie O'Hara and a two-run homer in the fourth by Kira Ray. Those extra base hits and the error would supply that four-run differential. That's 6-2 to two score. Conversation done by Coach Marquardt, and he does adjust his defense ahead of this at-bat against the two-hole hitter, Ray. She is two for three with a single and a two-run home run and watches inside for ball one. With a runner at second base, the third baseman, Landgren, is playing one-third of the way closer towards home plate. The first baseman, Wenzel, or the first baseman uh, who has replaced Wenzel is pretty much halfway there. This ball is lined towards left, and it's caught in left field by Schultz. She got the barrel on that one. Ray hits it on the screws, but directly at Schultz in left field. That's a line out. And Martinez was able to retreat back to second base before the throw to be safe. That's out number two, and here is Reese Zobel, one for three on the afternoon. And she calls time. There's a long look over to the dugout for Wenzel, and now Wenzel's ready, and Zobel steps in. The 1-0 pitch, outside corner strike. Wenzel entered this game as a relief pitcher with the bases loaded in the bottom of the fourth inning and one out. She allowed the three base runners to come home. Those are tagged against the starting pitcher, Mackenzie Nolette. Swing and a miss. And it's one ball and two strikes. Since giving up that RBI fielder's choice and two-run homer, she has really pitched well, allowing just one single. Here's the 1-1. Fly ball, playable in right field. Craig and gets underneath it, camps out, and makes the catch. And retires the side on the flyout. The four-pitch walk left on base. No runs, one, no hits, no errors, and one left on base. Last chance for Hastings High. The top of the order needs four runs to keep this game going on KHAS Radio. 
Aloe is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Aloe has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Aloe as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Aloe communities. Five Points Bank. Keeping your money safe and secure is something we take very seriously. But we are also serious about meeting you where you are, supporting our communities and the causes you care about, knowing your banker by name, making decisions locally, doing all we can to improve the area's quality of life, owned by families to serve families. Yes, we're a bank, but we are the better bank. Five Points Bank. State Tournament Softball on KHAS Radio is presented by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Top of the seventh inning, and it comes down to this. The season is on the line for the Hastings High Tigers. After this terrific 2023 campaign, a 23-10 record, one-on-one -on -one record here at the State Tournament, they're on the ropes trailing 6-2 against Northwest High School out of Grand Island. The first three batters in the lineup are due up against Libby Lohman. First pitch swinging, Brooke Oshner launches a high fly ball, skyscraping the height of the Burlington Center building, and Mings glides into the infield and makes a basket catch in the midst of a 25-mile-an-hour wind gust. Tough play, but it was executed in center field, and the first batter of the seventh inning is retired on one pitch. Now Hayden Laux comes up. The Tigers trailing by four. Obviously, they're going to need to load the bases to bring the tying run to the plate. We'll see if Laux can get aboard. And she takes the first pitch, which was maybe a hair outside for ball one. Laux is one for two. Hastings has had base runners on in every inning. Just two runs to show for it. Here's the 1-0. The zone tightening up in this at-bat. Laux watched a couple of borderline pitches. Neither of them called for strikes. See if the savvy shortstop can see her way onto base. Loman. High. Ball three. Libby Loman, what a ball game she's pitched. Mention that there's been a base runner in every frame. It hasn't phased her. She's only given up one extra base hit, a double in the fifth. Outside, that's called strike one. Three balls and a strike. The Tigers down to their last couple of outs. What a gem by Loman. At least to this point. The 3-1. That's a strike. Laux has not swung the bat yet through five pitches. She'll have to if it's close to the zone here. Corner infielders playing in slightly for this 3-2 pitch with one down and the base is clear. Here it comes, and it's called strike three. Laux strikes out looking for the second time this afternoon, and there's two down with the bases clear. That's just the third strikeout for Lohman today. It's been defense for Northwest. And it's been avoiding the walk or the hit batter. That's gotten Loman and the Vikings to this 6-2 lead down to the last out. 
and it's Emma Landgren at the plate. Landgren, the lone senior on this Hastings High roster, trying to keep her team going in desperation time. Swings and flies it. This one hit towards deep center, turning around, twisting, and it's a home run. It cleared the fence in center field. The senior doesn't want her career over yet. And what could be her final at bat as a Tiger, she goes yard to deep center field. It's six to three. Her teammates greet her at home plate and tap her on the helmet with congratulations. Emma Landgren. Oh, you get goosebumps with that moment there. It'll be even better than that if the comeback continues. But Emma Landgren launches the home run, her ninth. Cuts the deficit to three runs, but there's still two outs and Grace Beck at the plate. Lohman stares her down, throws her first pitch. It's in for a called strike. Can that home run provide some confidence, some momentum for the Tigers with no room for error? Trailing 6-3. to three. They led this game 1-0, then gave up six, uh, 6 unanswered to trail 6-1. to one. Scored a run last inning, got one across here, but they need three more. That was a strike. 0-2 to Grace Beck, who is 0-3. The catcher needing a big moment here to keep it going. The 0-2 pitch, hit back to the pitcher off of her leg. It escapes in front of her, and she beats it out to first base. Grace back with a single, keeps the line moving for Mackenzie Nolette. That was lined straight back to the pitcher, Lohman. She had no chance to get a glove on it, and it nailed her in the leg right around the knee. It rolled in front of the circle. She got on her feet, picked it up by, by that time it wasn't worth the throw and Grace Beck is aboard with her first hit of the game. It brings up Mackenzie Nolet who is three for three with three singles and a run scored. Nolet will dig in and will she be facing Loman? The training staff, the coaching staff out to look at her and she's going to throw some warm-ups to make sure she still has the strength in those legs. Coach Mitch Sad of Northwest wants his Pitcher who's guided his team to this 6-3 cushion to remain in. He's seen two warm-ups and says, stay in there, Libby. It'll be Loman against Nolat. The tying run is in the on-deck circle. It is not yet at the plate. Nolet needs to get up to move the line to Piper Witte. Nolet has not been retired today. She was the starting pitcher and pitched well, but is in line for the loss. She wants to change that. The first offering is in for a called strike. Keep in mind, the Tigers won in walk-off fashion yesterday, overcoming a six-run deficit to vanquish Beatrice. They were down five. They're now down three with one on and two down. The 0-1 pitch, hard hit towards first, and a snow cone catch made by Kasperson, the first baseman, in foul territory. A spectacular way to end the game for the Northwest Vikings. The Tigers' threat extinguished in the top of the seventh inning. They dropped this game by a final score of six to three. The final six to three. Northwest used defense to preserve the lead throughout this game and maybe the best 
of several defensive gems saved for the final out. Nolette hits it hard to the right side, ranging that direction. Kylie Kasperson, the first baseman, reaches out with her glove hand, her left hand, and snares it in snow cone fashion. That ends the game at 6-3 to three and ends the Tigers' season with a 23-11 and 11 record. The Vikings have won a pair of elimination games today to improve to 23-7. and seven. They will advance and face Elkhorn North later today, weather pending. Speaking of weather, I'm sure Brad Beam is back in our KHAS studio. He'll have an update. Then we'll come back and we'll wrap up this broadcast and do whatever we need to do. It's probably seek shelter. Brad, what's going on? All right. Well, Michael, the good news is that the tornado warning that was for parts of Adams County on that storm that is moving in the general direction of Hastings, that tornado warning has been allowed to expire. The rotation that storm spotters and the rotation was seeing, the rotation has weakened, and that is the good part. So that means that uh, National Weather Service is pretty much saying that the tornado threat is now very low. Now, we still have this line of storms that is probably moving towards Hastings. Uh, looking at the lightning maps... That's probably what's going to affect you guys out there at the Smith Softball Complex, Michael, uh, because lightning is approaching the Hastings area. As this line of storms continues to move to the northeast, last update was uh, this was moving to the northeast at about 35 miles per hour. So uh, if you are outside in Hastings, uh, like at the Smith Softball Complex, it is probably a good idea to know where you are going to be going here uh, when some of the storms does move to Hastings uh, within a few minutes right now. From Roseland to Kennesaw, moving up north and to the west, that's where the line of storms is. Southern Adams County right now, uh, air, Holstein pretty much clear of this line of storms, but Junietta is seeing the front move in right now, uh, and Hastings probably not too far along, especially important also traveling north out of Hastings. Grand Island Northwest fans, if they are leaving uh, Hastings and going to go back to Grand Island, 281 is going to see a lot of that storm cross 281 here uh, probably before too long. So uh, the tornado warning threat has expired, but a line of thunderstorms is going to move into the Hastings area and uh, to the north of Hastings along with the lightning threat. So that is where we sit weather-wise. The immediate warning danger is off the table right now, but still thunderstorms going to move through the Hastings area before too long. So send it back out to you, Michael, at the Smith Softball Complex to finish up uh, the post game for the Hastings high season. Well, thank you very much, Brad. Uh, important information to relay to our listeners, and, and that's now been relayed here at the Smith Softball Complex. They are evacuating the facility. While that warning has expired, a watch, uh, I believe, in effect, and you mentioned that lightning that's heading this way. So folks being asked to leave, uh, some going to the Hall of Fame building, some uh, uh, doing what they need to do. And we're going to be wrapping up here uh, right now so that we can get out of this uh, uh, before storm arrives. The final score, 6-3, to three, Hastings falls to Northwest High School. And their season comes to a close, but it uh, comes to a close in, in dramatic fashion. They put forth a terrific effort. They're going to always remember that first-round game, an 8-7 to seven comeback win against Beatrice. The Tigers' season ends with a... 
a spectacular 23-11 and 11 record Northwest advances. For those folks interested in the St. Cecilia game, that is still scheduled to happen later today against Bishop Newman. An elimination game will be on field number four once the weather moves through, if it does. We'll keep you updated on the weather situation on KHAS Radio. We want to thank our presenting sponsor and all of our sponsors today, Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration, and everyone else who made our coverage of Hastings High softball in the postseason possible. We'll have more St. Cecilia softball later on today, but for now, we will sign off. Congratulations to the Tigers on a fantastic season. I'm Michael Shifley. We'll be back later tonight from the Smith Softball Complex. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around, and the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop, from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings, because quality matters. Today's game from the State High School Softball Tournament is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Thank you for our local sponsors, and thank you for listening to KHAS Radio.